minister this word to you today. I, I want you to I want you to just repeat this with grace to do it again. Come on, say it with me. Come on, say we're grace to do it again. One more time, say we're grace to do it again. See, if we never confess it, then we're not able to operate in the grace that is resting on us. I want you to look at the situation that you're going through. I want you to look at the bills. I want you to look at your family. I want you to look at your marriage, whatever it is, your career. I, I want you to just begin to say, the Lord has graced me to do it again. You've been trying to start a business and it didn't work out. I'm graced to do it again. Hallelujah. Come on now. I, I'm graced to do it again. Come on. When you think about it, I, I'm so graced to do it again because he loves me just that much. He loves me because he understands that I need his grace. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. I want you to stay right there. I, I'm not going to be long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This month is dedicated to a time of worship impartation. Come on, come on. Hallelujah, we bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Paul says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, I want to impart this to you. He says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Come on now, verse number 10 says, Therefore, I will content with weakness, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties, for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am made strong. Can, can, can somebody say, when I am weak, I'm made strong. I, I, I remember my sister-in-law talking to me, Aaron, and she's a fitness uh, guru, and she says that when you're training, when your body's in pain and you feel weak, it means that your body is preparing you to be strong. Hallelujah. The, the pain is not a sign of weakness. It's, it's, it's a sign that weakness is leaving your body. Come on now. I, I need somebody to hear this. I, you, you can take your seats if you want to, but I, I need you to hear this, that the sign of weakness represents that God is getting ready to make you strong. Hallelujah. That in this moment, hallelujah, the pandemic caused some things to be weakened and broken in your life. Come on now. Money was hit. Uh, marriage was hit. Come on now. Uh, jobs were hit. Come on now. Our, our communities were hit. Our, our children were affected. Come on now. We, we had a lot of people dealing with depression and oppression and suicide. But, but can I tell you, can I just bring it home right here? Uh, uh, there were moments where we got weak as a church. But God is saying that in this moment, moment of weakness. Come on now. I, I've given you a grace. Come on, y'all stay with me. Come on. Stay with me. Come on. Uh, uh, I've given you a grace that is sufficient enough. Come on now. Uh, you don't need anything else but my grace. Come on now. Uh, Paul said
says in the preceding chapters, he said that he asked God three times to take the issue away, but God didn't take it away. So he decides to say, my grace, Paul, is sufficient enough to carry you through. I know you're hurting. I know you're going through. I know you're struggling. I know you've got some addictions in your life. But if you will just trust me, if you'll just believe in me, my grace is sufficient enough. My power is sufficient enough. My love is sufficient enough. You might be selling drugs on the corner right now. You might be smoking weed in your mama's basement right now. You might be drunk right now. And you're saying, God, how am I going to come through this? He says, my grace is sufficient enough to pick you up out of a pit where you're crying, where you're hurting, where you're going through. You just don't trust. You just don't know where to go. My grace is sufficient enough need you to hear it. Uh, see, this is why worship is so important. Uh, because worship uh, causes you to understand uh, how God's grace works. Oh, Come on now. Worship is just not us singing songs. Uh, worship is just not us clapping hands. Uh, Y'all heard me teach it. Worship is a living and active moment. It's a consecrated moment that's set aside that when you're going through, when you're down and out, there is grace uh, that's sufficient enough uh, to draw you closer to the heart of God. When you feel like turning your back when you feel like running away worship will draw you in to the grace of God to the sufficiency of God to the power of God where you will have more than enough I came in worship weak but I'm walking out strong my issue still might be there but I'm strong enough to lift my head up to lift my shoulders back and say God I trust you God I love you God, I'll never leave you. My worship, my grace is sufficient enough. Hey, Paul is in a fight. Can I tell you? He's in a fight. What do you do, Dad? What do you do, Rev? When you got issues in your life and they just won't go away. You got some struggles in your life and they just won't go away. I got some crazy off the wall thoughts in my mind. I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm doing everything that I need to do. But it seems like that struggle just won't leave me alone. Can I tell you what to do? In the middle of a struggle, there is sufficient grace. In the middle of a struggle, when you feel so weak, there is power to make you strong. That power will raise you up. That power will cause you to walk. It'll cause you to talk right, as grandmama said. That grace will cause you to live right. It'll regulate your mind. It'll give you peace of mind. Yeah, I feel the glory of God. A grace that's sufficient enough to give me a new name. A grace that's sufficient enough to give me a facelift. A grace lift that's sufficient enough to make me all over again. A grace in worship that says I don't have to stay there. I don't have to be what my issue says I am. Come on now. I, I'm done right here. I need you to lift your hands. I need you to look your issue right in the face because it's real. Now y'all know I don't preach nothing that ain't real. I'm the reality preacher. It's real. 
It ain't fake. That thorn that's pushing you in the side, it's real. It hurts. You can feel it. And you've been trying to pull it away. But Paul says that he became content enough to understand that if he had to live with the issue, if I got to live with the struggle, God's going to give me grace. And he said, I would rather boast about my weakness than boast about all of the other stuff. Come on, y'all ain't here. Well, well, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, what do you mean? That just don't sound right. It's, it's contradicting to, to the word because he says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But I would rather boast, baby, about my weakness. Uh, I, I, I would rather talk about how weak I am than talk about all the money I got talk about all the things I've accomplished uh, but it's my weakness that gives me power to speak about the goodness of God y'all didn't hear that ah come on now see when you got a real issue in your life and that thing is breaking you and that thing is holding you and every time you get up in the morning God has graced you to make it through another day it'll cause you to say thank you Jesus it'll cause you to lift up your hands and say just another day that the Lord has made I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth a grace that is sufficient enough rather than complain about it rather than act like it ain't there he says I would rather just deal with the difficulties than to just walk away I need you to hear this somebody's watching us virtually and, and you're saying Pastor G what do I do, what do I do can I tell you this? It's very simple. Simply lift up your hands and just say, I got grace that's sufficient enough to help me. You might be incarcerated right now. You might be behind bars. You might be saying, Lord, when, when? His grace is sufficient enough. Grace. I don't deserve it, Lord. But I'll give you sufficient grace. Sufficient grace that will never run out. Sufficient grace that will never run dry. A grace. Oh, we bless you, Father. Draw me sober
stretch our hands towards these people towards this relaunch towards this come on stay with me Jay as we stretch our hands Father where we're weak we will not complain but Father, as Paul says, we will be content knowing that you have given us a grace that is sufficient enough that in this moment, Father, our weakness is not a sign of failure. Somebody's dealing with that right now here. You're dealing with it in all the mistakes and God is punishing me. Can I tell you, God is not punishing you. Come on now. Yeah, you, you, you heard me say it. The, the trainer says that when pain comes, when the difficulty comes, and it seems like the muscles are just not going to push it, it's a sign that that pain is getting ready to leave your body. Come on, I, I feel a shift. Come on, menstrual shift with me. Uh, uh, there's a prophetic mode. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. That that sign of weakness is a sign, oh Rabbi, that the finish line is right ahead. Don't don't turn around now. Don't don't curse God now. Come on now. Don't leave now. Come on now. Don't make the worst decision in your life right now. Come on now. Where I'm weak, he says. Ah power to make me strong come on now that's power to make you strong Carrie that's power to make you strong Vita that's power to make you strong mama that's power to make you strong power in weakness Lord I feel like I'm about to fall over I feel like I just can't take another step but the spirit of the Lord says I've given you power to make you strong, hey, I'll make you strong again so that you can endure the race, so that you can finish with your head held high. I'll make you strong, yeah, I'll make you strong, yeah, in your weakness, I'll make you strong, hallelujah. Pastor G, I, I want to be saved today. I, I want to rededicate my life today. I, I want to give my life back to you. I feel like I, I've gone too far. Can I tell you, you ain't gone far enough. And if you feel that you've gone far enough, uh, God's arms, his love reaches beyond where you feel. Can I give you this? Uh, God's unconditional love has already preceded how far you think you went. Oh, Rabbi, ah, when you're ready, he said you're going to run right into my arms. When you're ready, I'll love you just like I loved you before. I'll give it to you just like you had it before. I'll bless you the same way. I'm a God who sticks to my word. I forgive you. I've forgotten about it. By the blood of Jesus, I've redeemed you by the blood of the Lamb. You've been redeemed. My grace is sufficient enough. So what do I do?
Can I give it to you? To simply say, Lord, I want to turn it over to you. Come on, if you're here today and you're saying, Lord, I want to give my life to you. Uh, I, I give my life and I want to turn it over to you. I confess that I've not been the best person. I've not done everything right. But Lord, I trust you enough that you died. Jesus died on the cross, rose again to give him my life so that I can walk in the sufficiency of grace. It's that simple. You're saved today. You're here today. Come on, and you want to just rededicate. Come on. You want to recommit? Come on. I think we should all be raising our hands, Rock Church. Come on. I'm raising my hand today as your pastor, as your leader, as the shepherd of this house. We recommit. Oh, Rabbi. We recommit to the work of the Lord. So, Father, in Jesus' name, as we recommit, we pick up the cross and we carry the burden where lives will be changed. In Jesus' name, come on, put your hands together. Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. If you didn't have a chance to give, I want you to take some time. If you came in late on today, I want you to take some time and I want you to give on today. I want you to make sure that you honor the Lord in your tithe. You honor the Lord in your offering. You honor the Lord in your love gifts. We're just so excited to be here on today. God is so good. Rev, it's good to see you, man. Let's give honor to our founding father and our founding mother. They're here on today. Hallelujah. Mom Hasbury, we love you so much. We appreciate you every Sunday. I want y'all to join us 3 p.m. It's what we do. It's what we do. Your life matters. Jesus matters. And worship matters at the Rock Church. Hey, I want y'all to give my good friend, my line brother, my main man, all the way from Warrensville. I didn't know he was coming today. Dr. R.A. Vernon and Dr. Victory Vernon are in the house on today. Come on, Rock Church. Love on them. Come on, love on them. Come on, they've been kind to us. They've been wonderful to us. Hallelujah. Can I say something and I'm done here? In 2013, I thought I had my dream job, being the executive pastor, and God shifted the lanes, and I knew I was supposed to pastor. I picked up the phone and I called him. He said, what you going to do? I said, I'm going out. He said, I want you to come and I want you to sit for a couple of months. A couple of months turned into a whole year. Whole year. I went every Sunday, 7 o'clock, said every Wednesday, never asked him for anything, and I just watched. I sat there and I watched. Some Sundays I cried and I would go back home and I would tell my girl and I would say, man, I, I'm looking forward to it. And can I tell you, came back around in the pandemic and we came into it, brothers on one side, but now we're deep brothers on the other side. Went back and sat for a whole month. He said, what you going to do? I said, I'm stepping out. He called me this morning. He said, what you going to do? I said, I'm treating it like it's a new plan. 
I'm treating. So how many people got saved? I don't know how many people are coming. But grace is sufficient enough. When you just do what God tells you to do. I love you. I'll see you. God bless you. Have a great day. I'll see you all next Sunday. Peace. Hallelujah.